You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 116. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 116. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you're doing well this week. I have been in Arizona. I have a friend who has been very ill and she really needed some support and care. And she's in the midst of dying. And it's really been an intense week, but it's also been a really incredibly beautiful week being with her. I have been one of the only ones with her because they're not allowing a lot of people into the hospital room. And I'm actually recording this from the hotel that I'm staying at that's about five minutes away. And, you know, it's just really kind of cracked my heart open and thought about not sharing this experience, but I realize especially with this particular episode that you're about to hear, which is about using mindfulness to recover from burnout. The coaching client that I'm working with in this particular session was really vulnerable. Like she was willing to share the challenges that she has in terms of her critical voice, how she can get anxious and overwhelmed and stressed And how does she combat that? And so as I was contemplating this particular episode with Mimi and really appreciating her vulnerability and willingness to show up for the session, for herself, for me, and for all of you who are listening today, I really was thinking about what I was going to speak on, you know, before the coaching session here, as I'm doing now as I do with every podcast coaching session, I share a little bit, sometimes a little bit from my own life, sometimes a little bit of, you know, products or offerings that I have. But today I really wanted to talk about my friend Tara and how I met her about 17 years ago. She is a part of 
a business group that I have been a part of that really got me out of being isolated as a business owner. Some of you may remember me talking about that at various webinars, or maybe you read the acknowledgments in my books, most of which talk about that particular business group that has really helped support me to be the best version of myself that I can be. It's a spiritual business support group. And I really love combining those two for me, you know, some people aren't into that. But for me, that really works. And, you know, everybody has their own path. And I coach lots of people, some of whom are atheists or agnostics, and that's totally fine. I'm really aware that we all get to choose what we want. And for me, I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. And this particular business group has been really powerful and sustaining for me. You know, it's something that I've attended every Thursday for the last 17 years, except when I'm on vacation. And even then, sometimes I still attend it, you know, because I love it so much. So I met Tara there many years ago. And, you know, I was talking to her today. She's in the hospital room in hospice. And I was talking to her about how I don't even remember the moment that I met her. And she said, I don't either. I don't remember that either. And we were kind of amazed that we both didn't remember like actually meeting each other. But she's been a very good friend of mine for many, many years now. And in fact, we were both in Bali together. You know, many of you know that I, I have a love affair with Bali and lived there for quite a while. While I was running my pet sitting dog walking business, I had managers managing it while I was living in Bali. And it was such a wonderful experience. And she felt really jealous, my friend Tara, that I was going to Bali. And she ended up coming <laughs> and showing up and saying, I'm coming to Bali. And so we ended up having a lot of adventures together in Bali. And I may at some point in the near future post a picture of the two of us in Bali. There's some fun pictures. So if you're connected with me on Facebook, I may post some pictures of her and I, and you can kind of get a sense of what she's like and, you know, what it was like for us, you know, 10 years ago. It was a long time ago now, but I've known for a while that she's been sick and I live mostly in Hawaii these days. I live part-time in California, part-time in Hawaii, but I've been in Hawaii a lot lately. She lives in Arizona, and I heard from a couple of our friends, our mutual friends, that she might not make it for very much longer. And I was in Hawaii, and I immediately knew, like, I have to be with her. And I told my husband, and he said, you do have to be with her. She may not be around much longer. And so I ended up taking a red eye from Hawaii. And I've never actually taken a red eye except for the long trips that I've done, you know, to Bali and other parts of the world that are very far away that involve very long, you know, air travel. But when I'm traveling in the country, I usually pick a time that works really well for me so I can get a good night's sleep. And, and I ended up just saying, 
screw it, I'm going to do this for Tara. But I set the intention of actually having a good night's sleep on this red eye. And you know what? I did. I actually had a really good night's sleep. I arrived the morning of Sunday. I'm trying to think now. Yeah, it was a Saturday night when I left and I arrived on Sunday morning. And I was able to really help out my friend's husband who has been the primary caretaker for his wife, Tara. And they also moved to Arizona fairly recently. They lived in California, which is where I originally met Tara and moved shortly before she got diagnosed with cancer. So they don't have really much of a support system here. It's been really challenging for them. And so, you know, I came in part to say goodbye to my friend, but also in large part to help him, Eric, her husband. And, you know, it's interesting because I've had a lot of friends this week who found out, you know, that I'm here with Tara helping out. And they've said, oh my God, you know, you're such a good person to do this. And, you know, when I think about it and when I feel into it, it's really about I'm actually getting so much by being here. I really feel like having this time with her has been so special and she's been asleep a lot of the time, like hasn't been like this deeply connecting time all the time, but there have been moments of really deep heartfelt connection and it's been incredibly moving for me. It's interesting that I'm sharing all this personal stuff, but I just really felt called to share this with you. My mom died from basically the same kind of brain cancer that my friend Tara has. And so there's this experience that I'm having of, you know, I was very young when my mom died and it was very traumatic as it is with my friend Tara. It's traumatic for me. She's 46 years old, you know, very young, vibrant, energetic, really full of life person. Like, you all would just absolutely adore her. I promise you. She's just one in a billion. She's such a fantastic human. But there's something about being with her that has somehow helped me kind of work through some of the trauma that I went through with my mom dying, you know, when I was so young and had never had anybody else die. And, you know, to have it be my mom was kind of the hardest thing at that time, of course. I mean, pretty much, I think for most people when their mom dies, it's traumatic, you know, and it was for me. And so there's something for me about being with Tara, having it be the same kind of brain cancer that my mom had, to be really consciously saying goodbye to my friend, to be really, I feel like I'm a fierce protector of her. Like, I was talking to her husband today and saying, because I know she's going to start to have a lot of visitors starting tomorrow, actually, and I'm leaving tomorrow. I have a lot of feelings about that, you know, but I uh, was talking to her husband and I said, you know, I know that there are going to be a lot of people that want to see her and I, I think that's good. And, you know, I know I'm not in charge of all of this, but Having been with Tara this whole week, and most of it has just been the two of us, what I can say is she really needs like calm, peaceful energy, you know, 
if people are like really anxious, that can make her anxious. And so I just kind of gave her kind of a, him a tutorial around like, here's how to deal with the people that are going to be visiting and, you know, and so it just felt, it feels like I'm passing the baton in some ways to, to Eric, back to Eric. He gave it to me this week and I'm passing it back to him. And together we've been really fierce advocates for my friend Tara. I came into her room this morning, as I have every morning. I arrive nearly as soon as visiting hours start, which is around 10 in the morning. And she had her hands in prayer and so interesting. I mean, I haven't seen her do that. She was very asleep, but almost like a meditative asleep. And then she kind of woke up and, and then we were just quiet together for like an hour. You know, I held her hand and we didn't talk at all for a whole we would just occasionally look at each other and smile. And then, you know, her eyes would just like move away from mine. And there was this element of extreme mindfulness that I felt. And so I think that's why I'm, you know, willing also to talk about Tara during this segment here you know, which I typically wouldn't do because it's all about like using mindfulness to deal with burnout, to deal with the challenges. I mean, Tara is dealing with the ultimate challenge, right? The challenge of dying. And it's created a lot of stress and anxiety for her as it would anyone who's going through what, you know, is just such a life's biggest challenge, right? Death. And just being with her today, I felt myself really in the presence of someone that is really practicing deep mindfulness. And it, it's been really inspiring. And yeah, so I just, you know, it's kind of late. I'm in my hotel room. I'm going to be seeing Tara tomorrow for the, what may be the last time. I'm hoping it's not. But if she kind of hangs on for another few weeks, I'll definitely be back. And if she doesn't, we've had incredible quality time this week that, you know, I will never forget. And I told her a couple times this week, I said, sweetheart, there's nowhere I would rather be than right here by your side. And she just smiled at me, you know, both times that I said that. It's really sweet. And, you know, I think what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to include a picture of me and Tara from 10 years ago in Bali you can see both of us and uh, that'll be in the show notes page so you can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 116 that's the number 116 again prosperouspetbusiness.com 
forward slash podcast 116. And now here is my session with Mimi. I am so glad to see you. And I'm so honored. <laughs> so honored that you would meet with me. <laughs> you bet. I am so happy to see you in person. I know there's been a lot of back and forth with my assistant and oh, yeah, yeah. you have been absolutely lovely. And I'm sorry <laughs> about the time change. She got it wrong a little bit, but anyway, here we are. I want to start with asking you what you actually do and tell me a little bit about your business and then let me know what you most need help with today. Well, um, I am, I, I'm sort of, uh, it turns out, I found out I'm an animal whisperer. I, <laughs> and I live in the Bay area and okay. literally everybody wants my help. Oh. And I, I came into this business by accident because I went through a divorce and I had a kind of uh, unstable tenant. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that I needed to do something that I was good at and that I loved. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's just, it's taken off so much that it's completely out of control. I I'm, I'm going crazy. And Somebody referred a really good friend of mine who's a who was an amazing business owner in design somehow found you and referred me to you and said you have to talk to this person Aww. because What's her, name? her name's Lisa Pagani. She's a designer oh. in uh she was in New York City and now oh. lives in Texas. She's okay. an amazing designer. Wow. But um I'm basically running on a hamster wheel. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. And I think I need to, once my summer rush is over, I really need to take a step back mm-hmm. and kind of hone my business. I paid someone $750 to design my website and haven't had time to pull the collateral materials together yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, So, uh, and I just, I don't even know where to start. I bought your, your ebook 30 days Mm -hmm. to make a business. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't had time to get through it yet. You might actually want to get the audio book because you're Uh so busy. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. You can Uh hear it while you're out driving around or whatever, even washing. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people do. Also the burnout book, you may want to get that as well. And that's on audiobook. Um, because it needs to be. People that are burned out can't read. (laughs) I'm starting to get burned out and I'm starting to make promises to clients that I can't keep like read because everybody has those care sheets and I have a Mm -hmm. database and I I promise people I will read everything and then I don't get around to it. Right. Because I'm too tired or exhausted. Well, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Got it. And do you have any people working for you or is it just you? It's just me and I need to hire people. And I tried to hire someone and she flaked on me at the last minute and it just, it left a really bad taste in my mouth. That, that happened to me. Um, Uh Uh-huh. 
And it really scared me. It's scary. I know because it's your business. It's your baby. But I had to get back on the hiring horse. I had to be brave and super courageous and just, and also hire better. Like there were red flags and maybe uh-huh. there were for you too with this uh-huh. person that I wasn't was. paying attention to. Yeah. yeah. And so there was. it can be really good learning to go back and look at what those red flags are and learn from them in order to not make that same mistake. My friend will be happy that you told me that because she was yelling at me <laughs> the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I kept saying, I don't have time for this. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. that's the thing too. If we're super busy, it's hard to hire well because we're so desperate for uh-huh. a person with a pulse to just get in there and help. Yeah. But it needs to be a really solid human being that is responsible and reliable and has integrity, all those things. You so, have something about hiring too, I don't do, you? I okay. Do. I, I need have, to look at that. Yeah. I have a hiring um, handbook for pet sitters and dog walkers. Uh-huh. It's on audiobook too. So I would say, don't even think about reading a book, either ebook or paperback right now. You don't have time. You kind of need okay. to go straight for it. So audio okay. is going to be your best friend. Is it you audio? Is it your I'm, audio? It's not me. It, it's, <laughs> it's my book, but it would have taken me so long to record it. That oh, it was yeah, like I was true. weighing, what do I do? A lot of people uh-huh. want the information quickly. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna, but the voices are very, there are two different people who record the voice. One uh-huh. for each book, basically. Yeah. So it's not going to be two different voices in one book, but all of the voices that you're going to hear on the audiobook are really good voices. They're not uh-huh. going to be jarring. I'm really sensitive to audio. It's important. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's you, actually why I asked you that. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? So what you can do is you can go to Audible and listen to samples. I have an account there. Perfect. So, so I'll, I'll see. Yeah. Okay, great. What I want to do with you, Mimi, is actually, you know, you mentioned taking a step back. And so before we can move to hiring, which would be a different conversation, that is something that I would recommend you do for Uh sure. But we need to look at what's happening now, because if you try to hire now, it's going to be a mess. You know, yeah, that's what I why I'm mm-hmm. saying I need to take a step back. Exactly. So yeah. we're gonna do that together here uh-huh. a little bit, okay, to give you some perspective, to get some clarity about where to go next. I'm gonna give you some action steps. I don't yet know what they are because I don't know where we're going yet. Uh-huh. We're taking this walk together. It's me and you, and we're kind of blind right now, but we're uh-huh. gonna find our way together, okay? Okay. Okay, great. Um, can I tell you also, I have a severe critical voice in my head. Yes. So when a client is disappointed, a lot of clients have cameras now. Yes, I know. And so and that makes me anxious. I uh, understand. I, I get yeah. it. I really and do. So um mm-hmm. like last night the client couldn't see my car in her driveway. So oh, she boy. thought I flaked out and I felt so bad about it that I tried to overcompensate by letting her know that I was on, on the task and, and it sort of lingered and 
I just, it's like an inner voice. I can't help it. So let's talk about that because that is going to really screw up your business. And it probably already is. And not only your business, but your life. Like My life. It creates a lot of anxiety. I really do that. So what I want to do with you right now is just take a deep breath. I want you to, I think you're crossing your arms or I want you to, yeah. Okay. So just kind of move your shoulders a little bit. Like I want you just to move your shoulders. Yeah. Kind of roll them back, get in your body. Cause we're in your, you're in your head right now. And that creates a level of panic and anxiety. And then I, yeah, just give your eyes, close your eyes, let your eyes close. And take a deep breath, sweetheart. I'm taking one with you. You're going to just re- like take in all the good that's there waiting for you and release anxiety, fear, tension. That is helping a lot. It's amazing. So before you talk more, sweetie, so keep your eyes closed because we're going to go even deeper with this. Okay. I really want you to feel different after this and you will, I promise. So there's power in the breath. When we are anxious and afraid, we immediately go to fight or flight and it creates anxiety. You know, we're in the future. We're not in the present moment. So what I want you to do, sweet Mimi is I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to count to four as you inhale and then hold it for four and exhale for four. Then inhale, one, two, three, four, hold it. One, two, three, four, let it out. One, two, three, four. We're going to do that one more time. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. And just keep doing those deep breaths. So what this begins to do is regulate the nervous system. When we are in fight or flight, there's a lot of crackly energy in our body, in our mind. It's not a place to make decisions from, from that place. But what can happen with this breath is that we then go to almost like a mountaintop where we can look at our business, we can look at our life, have a little bit of perspective, just see more clearly. And sometimes even after taking these deep breaths, you might find your sight is even more clear. It's like after getting a really good massage, you know, sometimes we can see more clearly senses are heightened in a really positive, wonderful way. So this breath, the four inhale, the four hold, four exhale, that is going to be your best friend. 
for the next few weeks, maybe for the rest of your life. But we're just going to start for the next few weeks. So the very first action for you is going to be when you feel yourself getting anxious, you've disappointed a client in your mind, or you really have something's happened to cause anxiety, you feel overwhelmed, whatever's there. I want you to use that as a trigger to begin doing some deep breaths. And it doesn't have to take long. It can be two minutes. It can make a huge shift in your and reality. Just got some clarity. Yeah, that happens. What? Tell me. That is so weird. <laughs> oh my god! I I just realized I need. I'm. What's happening is I'm. I'm in f- fight or flight mode. It's a lifelong issue. And mm-hmm. instead of taking a step back and being objective, I'm jumping into everything and trying to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So I need to step back and mm-hmm. apply more of a management yep. skill to everything so that I can focus on what I'm I want to do with my time. That's right. And what is going to be in alignment with the goals that you have in your life? Like what's, I think what's happening, which happens to a lot of people who are dealing with overwhelm or busyness, intense busyness is that it's like dog paddling, you know, but you're not really going in a direction that's going to serve you. You're not going to shore. You're actually just sort of paddling around. And staying in one place. Exactly. You're treading water. And so what we want to do is get clarity on what you actually want to create. Like that is the first step. Well, I'm going to take a step back. The first step is to do some deep breathing like this when you get anxious, because it'll bring you to the mountaintop of perspective. Okay. Yeah, the doctor put me on anti-anxiety meds. Yeah, because well, yeah. you've got a lot going on in your head, which would make anybody anxious. Oh, yeah, I've got a lot going on in yeah. my head. But sometimes what can be an even better anti-anxiety med or prescription is the deep breathing, amazingly enough. Okay. Right? Not that you should stop taking that, don't mm-hmm. you know your doctor prescribed it for you, but this is a nice ad- adjunct to that. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you 
step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Well, I've done some mindfulness training here. I live in the Bay area. I think I told you that. And, um, I, it sort of was mixed with anger management or reactivity. And I did it for a few years. It was very helpful, but I think I get back into that pattern. Yeah. Well, what we want to do with this deep breathing is create a habit. And so really when there's anxiety that comes, the breath needs to come right after that. So what you might want to do is create, write post-it notes on your bathroom uh-huh. mirror, on your fridge, on the dashboard of your car, maybe even on your laptop that just says breathe. Or okay. Take, take deep breaths or something that's going to remind you, or you could say like the four point breath or something like that, that really reminds you of the importance of the breathing and it's not just like quick shallow breaths we're talking about like really gathering air which is light uh-huh. energy right holding it releasing it and mm-hmm. when you're releasing it actively letting go of what doesn't serve you like the anxiety uh-huh. like the fear like the panic if that is there for it's you it's panic yeah it's yeah. panic So I've heard this a lot from business owners who Mm -hmm. are very busy, like you are. There's something that you're doing incredibly right to be this busy. Okay. So I want to acknowledge that this isn't Uh all like Mimi, you're not doing a great job. You know, this is you actually, you're doing amazingly well because you're so busy. That's reflection of thank you. That's not going to happen if you're not doing a good job with your clients. No, it's never happened with anything else. It's bizarre. Well, it's meant to be. Yeah. My pet sitting and dog walking business happened by accident as well. And I'm from the Bay Uh area. So Uh I don't know if you know that, but I I do know that about you. Yeah. I live part-time in Marin County and part-time in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, there's so many pets in the Bay Area, but there are also so many pet care providers. So what I tell people that are feeling like, oh, there's so many pet care providers, this doesn't apply to you. I'm actually Uh speaking to 
those people who are maybe struggling in their business or feel like there's too many competitors out there. It's like, if you're doing a good job, it doesn't matter how many pet care providers are out there. And you are reflective of that because I can tell you, I know the Bay Area and there are hundreds upon thousands. <laughs> there are so oh, many I pet know. care providers. I know. And the fact that you are so busy says so much about you. So I think you mentioned this. I heard you mention there it's an intimate thing to invite someone into your house. It is. It's vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And so people want to be able to trust that person. And until they do completely, it can lead to distrust. Like mm-hmm. the person, she might have had a bad experience with another provider, not even a pet care provider, maybe a house cleaner who said yeah. they show up and didn't, you know, yeah. who knows what her baggage is around that? Who knows? But yeah. there's some level of like wanting to know that you're there. And once she gets reassured a few times, she'll let her guard down. But she yeah, always, this okay. client always does this for a day and then it gets, she's okay after a day passes. This is a, oh, this is an ongoing way. Okay. Yeah. She gets anxiety. I think she oh. gets anxiety around leaving her dog. Yeah. Maybe she wants to know that the dog is not alone. Right? Yes, and yes. that would be the dog could die if nobody came yes. for a week or two. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's understandable. So what you might want to do is actually contact her after each visit. Do you do that? Yeah, no, I yeah, that's exactly what I do. Actually, okay, good. yeah, she still is checking. It takes it takes her about twenty four hours, and then Got she it. gets past it. Yeah, but so it's still. Yeah. It makes me nervous. Of course. Yeah. This is her, this is her deal, my dear. Yes. And you know, what can happen with our clients is they can come to us with their own trauma, you know, and then if you have the fear of disappointing them, we've met their trauma head on and it's a recipe for disaster. Yes. Because I have some trauma in my background. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I encounter that, it triggers me. Yep. That makes sense. And deep breaths are going to be your friend because the reality is that trauma is from your background. Like you said, it's in the past. Yes. It was traumatic. The life you're living today does not, I would imagine, maybe I'm wrong, but does not embody what you went through. You should be a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Do you do any, are you all coach now? I am. I'm I'm a coach. I'm a life and business coach. Yes. We can hire you, right? Are you too (laughs) busy to be hired? I have, I have some space available. Okay. So yeah, we'd be happy to work with you on this. You're good. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've done a lot of my own inner work as well. I think I can you know, tell people that are good at their work in terms of coaching have done their own inner work. And if they haven't, I don't think they're going to be good. And so, you know, I uh I can see with you that what's happening in the present is not what happened in the past 
And so the deep breaths are going to bring you to the present moment. It's not only going to calm you and release some of that anxiety that actually isn't in present day. Right. You're getting triggered by your I'm getting triggered. I get Mm -hmm. triggered by a lot of things. Well, and just so you know, I'm not saying you're not special because you are. I hear this a lot. You do? do. No, that makes me feel so much better. It it was the cause of my, the failure of my marriage. Okay. So yeah, a business can be like a marriage. We don't want Mm -hmm. this to, you know, we don't want a divorce to happen with your business unless that's what you want. You, but no, I, I, yeah. So here's an opportunity to get to work with this. I mean, I found business was some of my greatest spiritual growth and personal growth. That was my next question for you. (laughs) Is this meant to be that kind of growth is having a, I didn't realize. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a workshop in some ways, you know, when you go to do like an inner growth workshop, Mm -hmm. sometimes business can be like that. If it's like that all the time, you need to reevaluate and see what you're doing wrong, see what you need to do differently. There's something that's out of alignment, but Uh the reality is that when you're dealing with pets, people, homes, and then eventually staff, those are a lot of different variables. Things are bound to come up. Uh Even I had my business for 18 years. Oh, wow. Even at year 18, I had things that had never happened before that happened mm-hmm. where I was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is something new. You know, how am I going to work with this? Uh-huh. The very beginning stage to being able to work with a challenge is to be able to get out of fight or flight. Cause that's where instinctually a lot of us humans go when we feel afraid or overwhelmed or anxious. And so, again, the breath is going to be your best friend. And that's why having the post-it notes around wherever you might be able to see them to breathe, because you're going to forget. It's not a habit yet. We want to make it a habit. And do you suggest doing, maybe I should go back to doing yoga. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say totally. Yes. Yeah, I because usually ride a horse. Great. That's yeah, good. I ride a horse in the evening. Wonderful. I think anything that's going to get you in your body and breathing, mm-hmm. like when you're riding horse, I know this from having ridden horses, it is about breathing and being in your body and being connected to the horse. You have yes. to be present. You have to be present. You do. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's absolutely crucial. I feel so, like I'm taking your time, Kristen. Do you? Well, I do need to go because I have a another coaching client, but we have just a couple minutes. So your action steps, I'm going to give you some here. Okay. okay. So one of them is, I've already mentioned it, is the deep breathing and writing the post-it notes. That's the second one. And the when you see the post-it notes, no matter what's going on, even if you're doing great, take an opportunity to do the fourth step breath, inhale, hold, exhale. This is great too. If you have a hard time sleeping at night, Mm -hmm. 
okay? It can really calm your nervous system, regulate the neural pathways to get you to feel calm, relaxed, ready to tackle whatever you need or to get to sleep. Um, I would recommend yoga. I would say at least twice a week. Okay. Um, now, whether you're doing it online or in person, but what I would do is I would actually write that in your schedule and that becomes sacred. So you are important, even more important than your clients. And yeah, I have not been doing that. Yeah. So these appointments with yourself, these dates with yourself for yoga, for horseback riding, other self-care activities, they need to go in your calendar. And no matter what happens, I mean, if you have a life-threatening something, of course, you're not going <laughs> to go to yoga. Mm -hmm. But if a client asks you for that time, you're not available. They don't need to know that you're going to yoga. Just yes. Say, I'm, I'm okay. booked during that time. Yeah. And what about journaling? Oh, I love, I'm a big fan of journaling. Okay. I love it. I, I like do, doing that. Yeah. I do morning pages in the morning, which is three pages of journal writing um, without stopping, without editing with, you know, I just uh -huh. write it's kind of like taking out the mental trash. But what can happen is I've been doing it for over 20 years is I feel like my intuition and my sense of self has really gotten cultivated as a result of mm -hmm. journaling. So I really recommend that practice of okay. doing that, you know, at least a few times a week. And again, I would put that in your calendar. Okay. Right? Anything that's self-care related goes in your calendar. Your clients work around your... I've been doing it the schedule. other way around. I know a lot of people do. <laughs> and that yeah. it's anxiety, right? Because yes. you see me in all of this. Like, yeah. yes, maybe you're making buckets of money, but you probably don't have time to spend it or you're spending it on things to try to relieve stress. Yes. So then yeah. it's like you're working to relieve stress, which is- Or I'm crazy. spending it at Starbucks trying to keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to yeah. create the adrenaline, to be able to work harder, faster, more. That's the hamster wheel. And we want yes. to get off of that. And the biggest way in this moment is to do the breathing, to go to yoga at least twice a week and to not let anything get in the way of that. Okay. To ride the horse, to put the post-it notes, remind yourself to breathe because you're going to forget. And should I arrive 15 minutes early or five minutes early? <laughs> to, for if I what? Meet, if I meet with you oh, going. Coaching? Yeah. yeah. So just arrive five minutes early. Oh, okay. Okay, my dear. I'm so grateful. Thank oh. you. Thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> so welcome. Yeah. You're so welcome. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm yeah. so happy to have gotten to, to help you a little bit. Yeah, today. honestly, I feel really honored. Thank oh, you. Thank you pleasure. very much. You're welcome, Mimi. Okay. Okay. I'll talk day. to you soon. You okay, too, dear. Thank care. you. Bye. Bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you got a lot out of that session that I did with Mimi, and that you can begin to practice mindfulness in 
the certain areas of your business and your life that you find yourself really struggling with. And I really appreciate Mimi's showing up the way she did for herself, for me, for the coaching session. And because of all of that, her showing up for me and her and the coaching session, she was able to show up for you too. So everyone that comes on the podcast, I just feel like is so courageous and willing to not only get help for themselves, but to get help for all of you who are also struggling. You know, there are many common areas of challenge that pet business owners have. And so every single podcast coaching client that comes on is willing to reveal these challenges, which is which is not always easy. And, you know, the level of vulnerability and bravery and you know, willingness to just be coachable and to listen and be open-minded. And, you know, I never know really where the sessions are going at the beginning. I may know a little bit about what we're going to be talking about, but really it isn't until we begin to get started that I know. And so we're both, both me and whatever coaching client I'm working with, in this case, Mimi, you know, we're both kind of taking a deep dive together. We don't know where we're going and we're willing to just jump off the deep end and see where we go. And it usually ends up in exactly where it needs to be. That's my experience anyway. So in this session, Mimi was talking about a couple things. She was talking about the 30 days to start and grow your pet sitting and dog walking business book. She was talking about the burnout recovery book. Both of those are, there are links to those in the show notes page. So you can find out more about them. You can also see a picture of my friend Tara that I talked about her at the beginning of this podcast. You can see a picture of us in Bali. It's from 10 years ago. And, um, and then there may even be a couple pictures there. I don't know yet. I haven't created that page, but I have one in particular that I'm thinking of, which is kind of a close-up of the two of us. And then uh, there's another one that's pretty fun. And I think I'm going to include that one too, where you see us kind of acting like we're lions, where we're like, rawr. And uh, she's a very playful, fun person. She's also a really deep, soulful person. So those of you that really appreciate the soulfulness of this podcast that happens at times would really like her as well. So I wish you all a beautiful day or evening wherever you are at in the world. Take good care. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And have a great day or evening. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.